Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper, and his dad, you may have heard of him, Billy Casper, won the 1959 U.S. Open at Winged Foot, and that's where we would be this weekend talking about who made the cut, who's making a run, and who's looking to hoist that U.S. Open trophy on the historic grounds of Winged Foot in Mamaroneck, New York, and just a tremendous Beautiful place, and uh, we certainly wish we were there. But, hey, we're glad we're watching golf. Harbortown is hosting instead another iconic golf course, and you can't miss the lighthouse and just a great setting. And you know what's fun about it, Bob, is we're seeing Ooh. players that normally would not be teeing it up at this event due to the fact that it typically follows the week of the Masters. And yet here they are playing and anxious to play because, of course, we've had a 13-week layoff. Well, it's a great golf course. It's one that I've been around many times. I caddied for my dad on that golf course when he played on the PGA Tour Champions. Also caddied for a good friend of mine, Keith Clearwater, um, in his best year on tour uh, that year in 92. Um, and so I've been around that golf course quite a few times. I love the golf course. I had an opportunity to play it. And um, it's just a spectacular venue uh, there in the south along the Calabogie Sound and also um, just just the shape of the golf course, the way you have to hit it around the golf course, get it on the greens, um, and you can make a bunch of birdies. I love that. We're going to talk about the golf course. The caddy will join us for a little in-depth look. Also, we're going to um, look back at last week's event at Colonial. Of course, Colonial is uh, a celebration of Ben Hogan, and we're going to talk mm -hmm. to Scott White who's, White, who's the CEO and president of Ben Hogan Golf. So uh, we've got that uh, straight ahead as well as look back at Wingfoot uh, U.S. Opens in the past and last year's U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Talk about the upcoming schedule, the storylines, and more. And, you know, Bob, uh, one of those things that you got to remember is your dad laying up on that golf course on a par three all four days, making par on that par three all four days, and beating Bob Rosberg by a single shot. You know, that was some strategy that your dad employed to win a U.S. Open. Well, he said when he played that golf course the first time, he said, I, I, you know, 
bogey would be a good score if I went for the green. Um, and so he decided that he was going to lay up with a five iron and then pitch it up the green and try to make a par. Worst case scenario, make a bogey. And he was able to make four pars over the the 72 hole event. And he beat Bob Rosberg by one shot. Yeah. Rosberg always said to him, you beat me, be, beat me by a shot laying up on a par three. And indeed he did. The great Billy Casper. Happy Father's Day, everyone. We're just getting started right here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We appreciate 
uh, the examples that you set, the good examples that you set, and uh, hope that you get the golf item of your desire. Hmm. And here's one for you. How about a dozen golf balls of uh, Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X, the new 2020 ball? This cha- this ball changes everything. Chrome Soft takes tour performance to another level. They've re-engineered every aspect and element in the ball for more speed off the tee, longer distance off every club in your bag, and tremendous feel around the greens. Check it out at Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X at CallawayGolf.com. And, uh, you know, that does bring to mind, Bob, you know, the mm-hmm. Father's Day gift. We We do this as a public service every year. To bring up some of the things not to get the golfer in your list and some things that would be a great idea to get the golfer on your list. Would you like to start with the not get golfer on your list? Because I think you uh, already brought that up just before the show. Oh, wow. You know, um, I got this little golf bag on a pull cart with a red and a blue and a black pen in it in the shape of golf clubs. Talking a little miniature desktop, little miniature thing desktop here. thing, yeah, with pens. So you're yes. not down with the golf cart or, or the little the little pole cart with a bag on it, masking as pen holders and pens hiding as golf clubs inside the pen holder bag. That's correct. That's not your thing. A, a driver, an iron, and a putter. <laughs> you're saying you're not going to pull those out and write with them when you need to? Uh, probably not. <laughs> That's not the worst thing. Come on, I already told you the worst one. I ever, my brother hooked me up for Christmas one year. And he was so excited to give me this gift. I opened it up, and it was the potty putter. The potty putter. The potty putter. Yes, practice your stroke. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. There's just nothing good about that. He thought it was hilarious, and I guess looking back on it, there is some. It's a good gag gift, to, you know, for sure. So. Both white elephant gifts. Yes. yes well, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But on the good side of things, look, a, a dozen golf balls. Nobody's yeah. going to complain about a dozen golf balls. No. Nope. Um, a, a putter. Look, you're going out on a limb a little bit if mm-hmm. you're going to give it <clears throat> somebody a putter. There's, it's such a personal thing. However, one of the things you might do is a gift card to yes. maybe you know they like a particular brand of putter. You could give them a gift card to get a custom-made version of that. Or how about a new golf bag? New golf bag is always good. That was the yeah. gift of choice uh, to my dad last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sunglasses. I always say sunglasses. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. There with are those. some personal things there. I get it, but golf gloves. Golf gloves are good. Yes. Yeah, golf gloves are good. Yeah. Um, so get some. Get something good for your father for Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. So anyway, all the real good suggestions. Golf shoes. Uh, yes. You know, I mean, dads can't have enough golf shoes. So hook them up. And again, there's always the option of exchanging. If That's you need coming to. from the man that doesn't have enough golf shoes. I have probably 25 pairs of golf shoes in my garage. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> and I only wear like two of them anymore. <laughs> so I'm ready for more. Bring them on. You know, this year I actually have been quite disappointed in the golf shoe. My favorite one that I've that I've uh, have gotten is that Kuwaiter uh, one. We, we talked about shoot. that. Those are fun, super casual, but they're they're great, super comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, I would recommend the Kuwaiter golf shoes. Those are different. They're a little styling. They'll make Dad feel young and hip. I like that. I I feel younger when I wear those shoes, Bob. Yep. 
So I got that going awesome. for me. All right. Yep. So happy Father's Day. Hey, you know what? The U.S. Open store, we were we were tinkering around on that earlier. Yes. The U.S. Open, speaking of Wingfoot, the U.S. Open, uh, if you go to usopen.com, you can go to their store. And the store's open. You can buy all the Wingfoot gear as if you were right there at the tournament this weekend, which, of course, nobody is. And hopefully some will be come September. But in the meantime, that's New Era Bucket Hat with the Wingfoot U.S. Open logo on it. It's calling my name, Bob. Well, and you know, the other thing is, is if you weren't able to get to Pebble Beach, they have some 200, 2019 Pebble Beach t-shirts if you want to, if you still want to get one of those. I like it. So. And uh, not that we have any benefit from this. We just think they're cool. The guys at Seamus Golf, they Ooh. have some pretty special head covers out for the U.S. Open right now. You can spend as much as $300 on one if Ouch. that's what you're into. And it's pretty sick. I'm just going to say it's sick, but I also have some hundred dollar ones that are well worth checking out at SeamusGolf.com as well. So anyway, there you go. There's a couple of ideas, some couple of thoughts that uh, you might look for. Uh, my partner, uh, Dr. Hoops, that so we play in the season long with, he got a new yep. Bushnell rangefinder. It was mm-hmm. actually really cool. And you know, they now build them in with a magnetic uh, one side. Correct. So it sticks right onto the golf so cart that's upright. The V5. Yeah. Is it? That's the V5. Does okay. it have slope or not? No slope. No slope. So that's the V5. Okay. Yep. Well, yep. he's he just pulled it out for our last match, and it was fantastic. That is also a great gift. Range finders, yes. great gifts. So, all right, there you go. A little uh, PSA for uh, for those of you that need to give your family some suggestions or if you're shopping for dad, there you go. Hey, let's, let's look back to last week, Bob. We were all anxious to see what golf would look like without fans, to, to see guys out playing again after this three-month break. I mean, this is certainly the longest break in golf that I've seen in the 20 years that we've been doing this show. And so to finally see guys back out there competing, and what a treat we got. I mean, there mm-hmm. was nonstop action really from start to finish in this tournament, but an incredible finish, heartbreaking for Xander Schauffele, heartbreaking for Mor- Colin Morikawa, somewhat so for Bryson DeChambeau as well. But I'll tell you what, Daniel Berger calling last week when he won – uh, right after he won, the greatest day of his life. I mean, that was some special kind of stuff going on. He wasn't going to allow himself to break down and cry, but he was right on the edge. You knew that that third win meant a lot to Daniel Berger. He's got, um, what is it, uh, seven consecutive rounds now, or second seven consecutive tournaments with top tens, including this win here. But, 28 you know, consecutive rounds under par, Bob. 28. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He's Oof. playing some great golf right now. The thing I was disappointed in, the biggest thing was we had this leaderboard stacked up after 54 holes that this was going to be a great shootout, that we were going to see the best players in the world. Rory McIlroy there only a couple shots back. Uh, Jordan Spieth was there. Bryson DeChambeau, um, Justin Rose. All these guys were stacked up there. And Rory goes out and shoots himself in the foot and shoots 75. Jordan Spieth shoots a couple over par. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau played well. He shot four under par after starting at 10 under par and finished uh, tied for third. Uh, Justin Rose also a tie for third. Uh, Xander Shoffley missing the putt on the 17th hole and uh, and then not coming up short on the 18th hole for a birdie. But I'll tell you what, I am so impressed with Colin Morikawa. Man. And how, and how he plays. 23 straight starts on the PGA Tour and not a missed cut. 
And for him to go down to stretch with Daniel Berger and unfortunately miss that short putt in the playoff, it was still some great stuff. He hit a good little pitch up there and was just underneath the hole. You got Berger sitting back above the hole, having to chip out of that Bermuda rough. And you thought, you know, Morikawa, if I'm Morikawa, we're on sitting on my couch. I'm thinking Morikawa is in good shape. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's play, he has all the green to work with. He's got an uphill putt and Berger leaves his short and wisely veteran move says, Hey, can I finish? Cause again, they were sort of in match play when you're in a playoff. Yep. And of course he does still have the option. It's not truly match play. It's still a stroke play event. So he has the option to go ahead and mark, uh, and, and finish that out, which he does knocks it in, puts all that pressure back on the, the rookie and uh, Morikawa comes out there and just kind of jabs it a little bit and a little yeah, too much it. speed. Yeah, it was yep. it was un- it was unfor- it was hard. And and I tweeted this out and just like that, the golf tournament unceremoniously comes to an end. There were no ah, oh, there were no oh, there was no cheers. It was just putt lipped out. Berger yep. and his caddy kind of like a sigh of relief. They hug each other, give a little fist bump. Morikawa's like dazed and confused. Like, what happened? Where am I? How did that just, that's it? It's over? I, you know, in fact, he had to ask, can I pick this up? Yeah, you can pick it up. Tournament's over. And yeah, done. And, uh, and away they go. So it, it, it was a little bit mm, maybe flat because there's no crescendo with the, sure. the fans. And you start to realize that that's where the fans play in. I'll tell you what, though, Bob. I did enjoy a relaxing Sunday afternoon without any obnoxious yelling off the tees. No mashed potatoes. No baba buoys. I was... No who you're the man. No getting the hole on a par four. None of that. Right. It just nice and calm golf. <laughs> so there's something to that. What was kind of cool is along that back nine on along about 14 and 15 how the people had put bleachers up in front of their <laughs> yeah, house and like people that. were sitting out there and clapping for the players up by the greens and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. <clears throat> that was really good. Or peek peering over the fence. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. Hey, we'll talk more <laughs> about this. And Bob, I want to ask you this question. Think about this in the break. I'll let you repick. You're going to take Hovland. You're going to take Wolf or you take Morikawa out of those three young superstars. Which one are you putting your money on going forward? We'll talk about it next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on real golf radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. It's time to tee it up at Uinta Golf's Father's Day sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus traded towards any tailor-made inline golf clubs. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag. And introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. You went to golf Father's Day sale going on now. You went to golf. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Hey, mentioned uh, Father's Day in uh, segment number one, and here's mm-hmm. one for you. How about going to odysseygolf.com, click on the garage, because in the garage you're going to find the Toulon Design putters by Odyssey, and you can design your own putter. I mean, that would be so you could do that and get it for your dad and hope that it's the right one. But if mm-hmm. you gave your dad that experience of going online, designing his own putter and having it handcrafted, color code, coded, everything he wants with it. Oh, man. Now that is hooking up dad. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey's the number one putter. In golf, 10 worldwide wins this season, closest competitor, six. So, um, yeah, Odyssey, uh, they know what they're doing. Make some great putters. All right, Bob, so we uh, – I asked you a little question as we went to break there. If you were to re-pick them, you take Wolf, you take Hovland, or Morikawa. Now, let's remember, coming out of this year – this week, a year ago at Pebble mm-hmm. Beach, U.S. Open, yes. Victor Hovland was the definitely the darling. He was. He ended up. He was ended up being the low amateur at the at the at Pebble Beach, and he also won the year before the U.S. amateur there at Pebble Beach. So, I didn't realize that he won at Pebble Beach. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. So Hovland, Hovland was the guy, and that was his last amateur tournament. He turned professional mm-hmm. afterwards, and then 
he got a win at Puerto Rico uh, this season. So uh, pretty cool stuff. And then, you, but before he could get that W, you got Wolf and Morikawa battling it down the stretch at uh, at the three M. The th- yeah, the 3M. And yep. Wolf gets the, I mean, shoot. I mean, he, what, he chip in for Eagle? I mean, it was, yeah. he, he, he gets that W. He's got the unique swing. And then all of a sudden he was the guy. And then Morikawa, a couple weeks later. At the Barracuda. He picks up a win. So, and now you see Morikawa, no missed cuts. And he competes last week. And watching him hit those shots, I, I thought it was pretty amazing that uh, I believe it was, was, was a Baker Finch that, compared his his iron shots to Johnny Miller of the 70s. I mean, that's about as high a compliment as you could give a person. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, his best results for 2020 so far. Um, of course, he hasn't missed a cut, as we talked about. Uh, finished second last week. Uh, the Tournament of Champions, he had a tie for seventh. And the Arnold Palmer Invitational, tie for ninth. He's, um, he's ranked 18th in the FedEx Cup. He's had four top tens. And he's made over $1.9 million. Welcome to professional ranks. Yes. How good is that? Yes. So who and we he, haven't even played a year. So obviously, just like a year ago at, at Pebble Beach, Victor Hovland was the guy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Morikawa was in the spotlight right now for his good play last week at Colonial. But who do you got? I mean, looking at all of them, what do you think? Who you, who, who's your horse? Well, you know, the interesting thing is Morikawa, the way he hits a golf ball, Everything is is a fade or a cut, um, and there's a lot of guys that have a lot of had a lot of great success with that type of swing and that kind of ball shape. Looking um, at you, Jack. Think, yeah, <clears throat> Jack Nicholas. Um, but I think when you uh, when you look at what he's been able to do just in his short period of time, I think he's the guy that you got to look at. Matthew Wolf is is a little bit more flamboyant, a little more talkative, and Victor Hovland is is finally. Um, caught up to these guys as far as getting a win. Um, so I think I think uh, right now it's uh, Colin Morikawa. Hey, guys from LA, man. Let's uh, let's yep. go with our with with the guy right there from West Coast. So um, and he and he played golf at the University of Cal- California Berkeley. Uh, there so. you go. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be fun. A lot of exciting young players. That's that's what I love about it. You know, this game just continues to produce great players. We talked about the. Um, the university that that's mm-hmm. been set up to try to help you know again PGA, foster PGA Tour U you yeah yep so the, you know, again starting to foster the the next greats of the game and 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 keep it the sport popular and try to help collegiate golf as well so uh, love to see these guys up and comers I'm with you though Bob to your to your point you know you, you wondered what Rory would do and and a week ago I said look if I had to pick a guy to win this week it'd be Rory because when he's clicking. Mm-hmm. On all cylinders, I don't think there's anyone better. And then he kind of faded away. And by the way, this is his first non-top five in in eight events now. He was seven for seven. Now he's seven of eight. But that was a little bit strange. And then I thought, here comes Spieth. And he he kind of faded back a little bit. And then, you know, uh, Brooks was – well, I guess it wasn't Brooks. It was – who else was in there that you were mentioning? Justin Rose. Rose. DeChambeau. DeChambeau looked like he was, uh, you know – Justin Thomas was there too. Thank you. Another there there were just some guys that were proven winners that you just expected would jump up. And that's okay. Daniel Berger, everything that he's gone through for him to come back and get that win. And and by the way, you talk about Victor Hovland having an interesting swing. Boy, man, I, I I'm not sure I could replicate what Berger's doing on that turn. <laughs> well, and it looked like once he made the turn, he made it he made a bogey, uh a bogey or two, and it looked like he was out of it. But I'll tell you what, he came flying back. 
which was really fun to see. Here's one of the lessons I learned that, that I took away from last week from my own game. When Spieth was kind of hanging around, he started to make a little bit of a charge, and then he yep. drove. Was, did, didn't he drive it out of bounds or in the hazard or something? And he finally got on the green, and he had a – I mean, he, he left him size. I said, that's double bogey. I mean, he had a – 50 footer, 60 footer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he just, he's making double bogey and he's down the road. And he, of course he knocks it in yeah. and I'm like, Oh, nice bogey. And then you saw Xander Shoffley do the same thing. Yep. He was in a situation where that, that's, that's double bogey. You know, just did, this didn't work out for him. And he rolls in the long putt. And I, and I, I thought, you know what? I play, and I played with a guy at our club a few weeks ago and he was a little down on himself had that, which a lot of us golfers, amateur, amateurs do. We get a lot of that self-talk going, right? That negativity. And, sure. and I, you know, guy, in fact, he hit a shot and, and he's just like, wow, that's a double bogey. And I was like, you still have a putt for par, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, uh, and, and I've started to cheer him on. Like, come on, man, just have, just have a positive mindset about it. Give yourself a chance. You know, you, you've already mentally made double bogey and you haven't even hit a stroke yet. So anyway, to watch those guys, I, you could just see, they had no doubt they could make that putt. And, and I thought that that's what I took away from that. Going into my, going into the game, just because I don't hit a close doesn't mean I shouldn't be thinking make, or just because I made a bad swing or put myself in a spot. I can still sal- you know, hit one out of bounds. I can still salvage a bogey. That day you and I played, and I, and I yep. chipped one out of bounds on a weird, tried to hook one around the corner, sailed straight out of bounds, you know, mm-hmm. was able to still scramble for a bogey, you know, so I didn't drop two. And I'll tell you, the difference between bogey and double bogey is massive. You can recover from a bogey. Double bogeys yep. are just brutal. Dropping two in one, one hole is just uh, is, is a killer or worse. Speaking of, let's go back to this week now. Rory McIlroy, how about, how about or excuse me, Jordan Spieth, how about his first round with a triple bogey? On his third hole. And then still rallies to shoot, what, 66? Yes, so he had triple. Then he bounced back with a birdie. And then he made seven birdies. He started on the back nine, made seven birdies on the front nine to shoot 29. So he shot 37, 29 to shoot 66 in the first round. That's unbelievable. Uh, it's his lowest score on the PGA Tour that includes a triple, a triple bogey. bogey. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that's what you're going for when you go to tee it up. I'm not really wanting to get your kind of stats. Like, hey, hey, that was, hey, guys, I don't know if you know, that was my lowest score on the tour so far. With a triple or worse. <clears throat> it's probably not one you necessarily want to post on social media. But uh, no. nonetheless, look, at least there's some confidence level. I went back to this last week with Speed. There's some confidence level that seems to be back with him that says, yeah, I got this. I'm going to play golf. I'm not going to play swing. And when it goes bad, I'm not just it, – it, it seemed for the last couple of years when it started going bad, it just kept going down that track. Now right. he seems to be able to kind of hold it together, and, and, he, and he did that in the first round this week. Yeah, he said he was going to give himself some grace uh, yes. for, for his, his bad holes or bad shots or whatever and, um, you know, kind of uh, let it wash off his back and, and continue on. And we saw him do that. Uh, even though he did shoot one over par in the final round, he started the, the round at 12 under par, shot one over par and finished at 11 under par. He still finished tied for 10th, and that's one of his best finishes for the year so far. And it's good to see him back in the top 10. Here's one for you, Bob. Mm-hmm. Sanjay Eam now has 32 rounds in the 60s. Mm. 
Okay, through round number one of this week, thirty-two rounds in the sixties. Um, that's the uh, that's the most rounds in the sixties so far this season. So let me ask you about that. Uh, with thir- with thirty-two rounds in the six, how many rounds have you shot in the sixties? You don't know, don't right? Know. You don't know, which is good. I can tell yeah. you how many times I've shot in the sixties. Yeah, four. Okay. Okay. So that's when I see 32 in a season and then I see Daniel Berger has 28 consecutive rounds under par. I don't think I've shot under par more than a dozen times in my life. So 28 consecutive rounds under par 32 rounds in the sixties. I mean, uh, what is, what's the caddy's famous line? He wants to, if you can, if you know how many times you shot 63, is that what it is? Yeah, if you know how many times you've shot 63 or 64, then you're not good enough to play on tour. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That, Uh, Well, I'll tell you what. When you got it going like these guys got it going, Sung J.M. and also Daniel Berger with his 28 consecutive rounds under par, you you can't wait to get out on the golf course. You want to be on that golf course because you know that you're going to shoot a good score. It's it's almost like your confidence level goes through the roof. You're hitting the ball well. What your practice, everything that's going into it, you know, is is leading to this. Um, and so you just continue down the same road. You continue to do the same things, and uh, and and it continues to bear fruit. Uh, Daniel Berger last week got his third win on tour. Sun J M uh, finished tied for tenth last week, um, and and it just keeps going. So, uh, you know, ride the wave, get the, get the thing going, get the, the flywheel going and, uh, and keep, keep it rolling. Confidence is a great thing. We got to take oh, a short break. When we come back, a little tech talk insight again, last week at colonial celebrating Ben Hogan, president and CEO of Ben Hogan golf. Scott white joins us next right here on real golf radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew. Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the ringer and the wild card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing, or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. 
It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks very much for joining us. Going to a little tech spotlight and uh, really pleased to welcome really an old friend of ours. Uh, we haven't spoken to him in some time, and he's currently the president and CEO of Ben Hogan Golf. Scott White, kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Scott, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Brian. Good to talk to you again. It's good to have you on the show again. It's been a long time. You know, we were just chatting off air that, you know, you, you forge a lot of friendships and, and rub shoulders with some great people in this industry. And you just, it, it seems to be a fairly small group and you just never know when you're going to run into people again. So uh, it's it's neat to catch up with you. You doing well? I'm um, great. It's been a interesting last few months for sure, but uh, I'm doing great and uh it's good to see the golf business coming back. Uh, that's that's even more important. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're all we're all in the same business together. So uh, before we get into that, uh, the Colonial last week. Welcome back, the return of the PGA Tour. It's always a celebration there. I, I know if Bob were, were with us on this interview, he would love to mention how much his dad, Billy Casper, admired you know Ben Hogan and how they became friends. And there's some great stories of Billy and Ben from from Colonial Country Club right there. But uh, that that really is a, a nice spotlight uh, and. and I'm sure you guys are somewhat involved in that week during that celebration at Colonial, huh? Yeah, it's always a great week in Fort Worth. Uh, Mr. Hogan's, we call it his hometown, but Dublin, Texas is actually where he was born. But yeah, it's really a celebration, as you said, of of all of his accomplishments. And, and Colonial does such a great job um, for, on, on so many different levels. You know, it was unfortunate this year that you know, even though our, our, our facility is about three miles from the Colonial Country Club, we're watching it on TV is uh, just like everybody else. It was uh, a really strange environment, but uh, certainly understandable. But uh, yeah, it was it was it's always fun. Uh, I, I look forward to the Colonial event as much as I do any of the majors. And, and it's just a, a really special time. And what it kind of what is the history there with uh, with Hogan? We know he started his his club company, and then how how has it kind of evolved? Maybe share a brief history. You know, I, I 
don't know all of the details, but certainly, you know, Colonial was his home course mm-hmm. when he was playing professionally. Uh, you know, the course was owned by the Leonard family who supported Mr. Hogan early on in his playing career and, and really funded him. Um, and, and really where I think he honed his professional game. Uh, you know, over the years, he, he transitioned and he, he moved down the street to Shady Oaks where he, you know, played most of his golf later in his, in his career and certainly into retirement. But, uh, you know, Colonial is the home of the, they have a fantastic little museum there, the Ben Hogan room and a lot of his memorabilia. And it's, you know, between, between Shady Oaks and Colonial, those two are, are, are really the special spots in Fort Worth and, and the place where Mr. Hogan's, uh, you know, history and, and legacy lives on. Scott White, president and CEO of Ben Hogan Golf, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So he mentioned the last few weeks and, and really months of this COVID-19. How have you all survived and the, the, the huge disrupt, disruption that was uh, the COVID, especially in the business world? You know, for us, we're in a unique position. So it's, so it's been, it's been great for us. Um, you know, as, as you know, we're a direct to consumer company now. We've, uh, pivoted their, our business model about three years ago and, and, um, for a lot of different reasons, just decided that it didn't make sense for us to try to compete uh, at retail. And so, you know, as, as such, it's been, you know, great for us. Um, I hate to say that we've capitalized on it or taken advantage of anything that's, you know, been, been ugly in, in, in society, but, uh, you know, the Ben Hogan golf company has been, has been thriving since, uh, you know, the earlier part of this year and even, even last into late last year. Um, you know, people can now buy premium quality golf equipment, you know, from the, from the comfort of their own home, there's no social distancing required from your couch. So it's been great for us. Our, our biggest challenge right now is, is keeping up with demand, um, which is a good problem to have. Yeah. You, you got a great write up in Forbes. They talk about the business model and how that's, how that served you well. Uh, what, I guess with that pivot, uh, what were the main reasons for changing the model from some of the traditional golf business, uh, approaches? Well, you know, the world is, has, commerce has changed dramatically in the last 30 years, obviously, or even the last 10 years. Um, and, and what we're really doing is, is taking advantage of, you know, the way commerce is trending. Certainly Amazon changed, changed the, you know, the structure of how people buy. And, uh, you know, everybody, I think, you know, myself included and, and, and hopefully you as well, Brian, you know, are, are buying more and more items online and more and more big ticket items, uh, just because it's, it's more convenient and, and really in a lot of ways it becomes less expensive. And so, you know, by removing ourselves from retail, um, there's no retail markup on any Ben Hogan products. So right there you take about 40% out of the, out of the, the price equation. And then, you know, we don't have to have a sales force. We don't go to big trade shows. We don't have huge advertising and tour budgets, you know, all things that have to be rolled into the price of, of products, you know, have to be made up. So, you know, our irons, for example, you know, they're great quality premium forged irons run, you know, anywhere from 750 to $850, you know, a similar set of competitive forged irons from one of the big uh, golf companies is, you know, you're, you're looking at, Twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. So, it really boils down to a great, easy way for us to do business, and at the end of the day, a great value proposition for for golfers. 
Scott White's president and CEO, Ben Hogan Golf. So let's talk about the products. Um, you've got a, a full lineup from uh, the drivers, fairway woods, irons, wedges. To, uh, talk us through some of the, the highlights. Yeah, so, you know, in the last three years, we've really overhauled our entire product line. It's it's completely new from from top to bottom. Um, you know, we've got a, a great line of uh, what we'll call, G, our name is GS53 Drivers and Fairway Woods. Um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, we've got, you know, Forged Putters. But, you know, really the Ben Hogan Company has always been known for great quality, um, high-end forged irons and wedges. And that's still our bread and butter. And so we've got... You know, three models of irons right now. We, we introduced the Icon irons, Icon blades uh, back in uh, April, which have been extremely well received. They're, they're really beautiful, and, 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 and more importantly, they play really well. Our PTX Pro irons are really kind of our, our, our widest and um, really for the widest variety of players and certainly our most popular model. And then we've got a third model called Edge, which is kind of a throwback to the, uh, to the forged um cavity back perimeter weighted clubs that were so popular in the late eighties and early nineties. Um, so, you know, we've got a pretty simple, straightforward, not overly deep product line and irons. And then we've got some great equalizer forged wedges as well. So, you know, I'd urge people to take a look at them. I think they'll be really surprised by the looks and, and certainly the pricing as I talked about, um, you know, everything is on benhogangolf.com and it's a, it's a pretty simple, straightforward product line and a simple and straightforward, easy way to buy. And still doing the forging, still doing the uh, all, you know, kind of the handcrafted Ben Hogan legacy approach to, to club making, huh? Yeah, everything we do in Fort Worth is is handcrafted. We don't stock anything. You know, you come into our factory or our building and there's no, you know, walls of, of pre-built items. Um, you know, every, every order is done um, one at a time. Every stick is built, you know, one at a time. Uh, and we use a lot of the same production techniques that, Mr. Hogan invented when he started his company back in 1953. So we're sort of a throwback, uh, a little bit, a little bit different animal than, than, uh, you know, every other big golf equipment manufacturer. Um, we think it's important to, to take time and to handcraft everything. And we've got a lot of, well, a number of old of folks that work in our factory that actually worked with Mr. Hogan back in the sixties and seventies. And, uh, you know, they're still our conscious of the, of the company today. That's really, really cool. Actually. I love that sort of nostalgic, you know, having guys there that were, you know, men and women that were working alongside Hogan back in the day, still today, that that's pretty cool stuff. And then, you know, I guess one of the challenges I'm sure that you, you deal with on a regular basis is, you know, golfers are, they're, they're kind of funny, right? I mean, we like to feel, we like to swing them we all that kind of stuff. So buying online sort of sight unseen, if you will, or just going off of the, the images sometimes can be a little bit uh, daunting, but you've put some, you put some things in place, you know, including your demo program, your trade up program. You've got some options for people to to help overcome those object, object, object potential objections. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to make this whole process, as I said, as simple and as easy as possible. And and we think it's important, as you just said, for people to get their hands on our clubs, to you know, swing them and touch them and smell them, whatever they need to do before they buy. So the demo program is a, a real simple way to do that. You know, it's. $20, which basically is covers our shipping costs to and from uh, your, your home. And, you know, take the, take our clubs out on your course or to your range, compare them to what's in your bag for, for a couple of weeks. Don't just do it at one, 
you know, ball beaters convention or big demo day or, or don't hit them into a net in, you know, in a store. It's, it's, we think it's really important and, and a lot more intimate to take them out and, and really play a couple of rounds with them. Um, and so that, that's a, you know, a great way for people to, to, to get a general idea of what the clubs feel like and look like. And then, you know, we also have new relationships with a lot of independent and, and, and what I'll call chain club fitters. I mean, if you, if you really want to spend time with, with our equipment and, and get a, a true fitting, you know, on our website, we've got a list of, of local shops. Um, you know, we have a relationship with club champion and, um, and so that that's another option for people and, and one that's uh, gaining popularity pretty quickly. Well, that, that's cool. I'm kind of intrigued by this idea. Did you say for $20 you can have a, your, your set of irons shipped, and if you like them, you just keep them, and then you get billed for them? Otherwise, you send them back, huh? Yeah, well, we don't send out a full set. We send out a couple of irons, okay. usually a 6 and 9 or, a, you know, a 7 and pitching wedge. But, you know, if you want a driver and a 3-wood, we'll send that out. You know, you keep it for, for a few weeks, try it out, play a couple of rounds with it. Um, yeah, on occasion people say, Hey, I want this driver or, uh, you know, I want this putter, you know, we do it with throughout our entire product line, uh, or I want these particular wedges. And in that case, we'll just say, okay, keep them and, and we'll, you know, we'll just bill you for them. But, you know, in most cases people send them back and they'll say, Hey, you know, this shaft wasn't exactly right for me, or I wanted a little bit longer. Or I want a different grip. And, you know, that's where the custom building comes into, mm. comes into play. We'll, we'll, again, we custom craft, uh, or microcraft, as we call them, you know, every club that, that we sell. It's kind of akin to, in a lot of ways, you know, microbrewing, which has become so popular in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a big, you know, kind of factory that, that churns out tons of clubs every day. That's just not that's just not how we operate. I love it. Really cool stuff. Scott White's the president and CEO, Ben Hogan Golf. Of course, Colonial kicked things off and, you know, really made us think about Mr. Hogan and, and, uh, the attention to detail that, that he did with everything that he seemed to participate in, including, uh, building golf clubs. And, you know, Scott, really cool business model. Really glad to hear that you guys are having success and that you found a way to kind of compete in a, in a challenging, difficult climate, especially during this COVID-19. Yeah, it's, it's worked really well. I mean, we thought that, that it was going to work. Uh, we were confident when we, we kind of, uh, pulled up stakes and changed everything around about three years ago. But, uh, again, the, the, the momentum continues to build and, uh, you know, more and more people, our customers are, are our best salespeople. I mean, you know, as people buy and, and go through the experience with Ben Hogan, we, we get, you know, we, we talk to our customers every day and we hear from more and more of them about, how pleased they were with the with the uh, experience and and how now their friends are are ordering as well. So uh, yeah, we're we're on to things. We're on to a good thing, and uh, we're really optimistic about the future. Good stuff. Hey Scott, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. It's good to visit with you again. And like I said, love to, love reconnecting. Thanks, Brian. It's always good to hear your voice, and and hope we can do it again soon. Yeah, you got it. Scott White's president, CEO, Ben Hogan Golf, there on our tech spotlight. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Real Golf Radio continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for being with us. Happy Father's Day, everybody. We appreciate that. And again, celebrating what would have been this week's U.S. Open at Wingfoot. We'll look forward to being there in September. But in the meantime, we continue to look back. We'll talk more about that. America's favorite caddy stops by on the back nine, hour number two. Have a little chat with him about it. Also, I really appreciate Scott White from Ben Hogan Golf uh, coming by to visit with us as well as um, you uh, being with us. And and remember, you can catch us online at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf. That's really the best way to follow us and join the conversation. And you can also... Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Real Golf Radio. So, uh, Bob, uh, lots of good lessons learned from mm-hmm. the first, I guess, six weeks or six rounds, if you will, of the return <laughs> of golf. Not six weeks, six rounds. There's uh, some good storylines that are coming out. I think we're recognizing that golf, no problem. No problem yep. playing without fans. Yeah, I, I do find myself this last week, it was a bit of a an anomaly. And I guess that, that was kind of cool about, but I'm kind of missing them this week. I got to be honest. I'm ready for some Mm -hmm. fan action, some interaction, some fun, some, I mean, we don't have any icy stares at a gallery guy that clicked a camera or had a phone go off. I mean, you know, these guys are just out there playing by themselves. Well, you're going to get used to it over the next three or four weeks, um, being the same thing. And then once we hit Memorial, that's the first time we're going to see fans at Jack's event. 
And that's probably the first time we're going to see Tiger too. So, but great golf. Um, it's good to see some guys playing well. Good to see Jordan Spieth still, still, uh, still working at it and working hard. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch over the next few weeks. We'll take a short break. Hour number two, the back nine's next right here on Real Golf Radio. Radio News with Tim Berg. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says precautions are being taken ahead of President Trump's rally set to take place in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Saturday night. We are administering hand sanitizer, masks to those who are in attendance should they decide to wear them, and we are taking temperature checks. McEnany, during the daily White House press briefing on Friday, continues. We are confident that we can operate safely in Tulsa. There are at the, as I noted at the beginning of this, Governor Stitt said under 200 people are in hospitals across Oklahoma. McEnany also pointing out how the media's coverage over President Trump's rallies is far different than the way they covered the Black Lives Matter protests within the last month. Alveda King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr., is calling on Juneteenth to be made into a national holiday. King making her comments in a column posted by Fox News. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've had a lot of really great days back to back, which has been a huge blessing. Even my doctor told me, uh, because they asked me to bring everything in that I take on a daily basis. He was very encouraged by seeing what I was taking. And he he said he didn't care how many I had. He said it's food. And the form that at the end was something that he was very, because uh, he's an avid learner and he's always researching and uh, he's, he's always excited to see new things. And he told me, this would be good. This will help you immensely with the nutrition that you need. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Seattle business owner Jory Rodolfo says his city's troubles began long before demonstrators took over six city blocks and called it the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest, or CHOP for short. Rodolfo saying he's seen the crime rate surge, more homeless people, and drugs and gangs taking over his downtown. He tells Fox News many business owners are fed up and leaving the city. Speaking for myself and for other friends that have either restaurants or other businesses, I can tell you that it's about to have, Seattle is going to experience a mass exodus. And I, I hear people going to Idaho. The Treasury Department is reporting U.S. charitable donations in 2019 were nearly a half a trillion dollars and marked the highest contributions ever. The Treasury Department saying that individuals, corporations, and foundations gave $446 billion to charities in the United States last year. That's an increase of just over 4%. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. 
There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz is encouraging Elon Musk to move Tesla's operation to Texas, a state that has been consistently ranked as a top business-friendly state in the United States. Cruz telling Fox Business Tesla does have a history with Texas and that he had a great conversation not too long ago with Musk. Well, I, I'm very optimistic about Tesla. When, when Elon Musk is expressed loudly his, his dissatisfaction with, with their headquarters in California, uh, I immediately responded with a tweet welcoming him to Texas, pointing out, we love jobs in the state of Texas. actually followed that up by calling Elon. He and I spent about 45 minutes on the phone. I was actually taking a walk in my neighborhood and on the phone with him. And I, and I wanted him to hear from me directly. I was walking my dog, so it was sort of an interesting strolling around, walking my dog. and. And, well, and telling him, come to Texas. We love jobs. We don't have the crazy lunatics you've got there that'll shut your factory down, that'll drive up your costs. And, and let me tell you, I've got some. Elon already has significant businesses in Texas. SpaceX, which he also owns. SpaceX has a rocket launch facility down at the southern tip of Texas, which they want to expand dramatically. They have a rocket testing facility in McGregor, Texas, which is just outside of Waco. I've been there before. And, and, and so I leaned in very hard saying, Texans, we like innovation. We like entrepreneurs. We like jobs. For USA Radio News. I'm Tim Berg. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800 932 The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. Happy Father's Day, and I'll tell you what, Bob's got a special dad. He won the 1959 U.S. Open at Winged Foot. I mean, how good is that? And, of course, he also won the U.S. Open in 1966 at Olympic Club, so coast-to-coast for Billy Casper, and while he, he's no longer with us, we certainly mm-hmm. remember him, we, we miss him, and uh, the cool thing is, as I mentioned uh, in first hour, Bob, is your dad will live on in the history of this game of golf, which uh, to me is just super cool and uh, really grateful that I had the opportunity to get to know him and spend some time with him and caddy for him in his final round at Augusta National uh, in the Masters. That was pretty amazing. And, you know, he's 
he was just one of those great guys, and we pay tribute to him. My my dad as well, but nobody knows my dad. Uh, yeah. At least <laughs> most not very not like they know your dad. But um, anyway, happy Father's Day to our dads, and uh, you just. I'm excited to get back to Wingfoot in September to be able to, you know, see all the tributes and everything that goes on when a major championship returns to a place where your dad won one. Yeah. One of the things that I always wanted to do was to be able to play all the golf courses that my dad won major championships on, uh, on the PGA tour. You and I have both had the opportunity to do that. We've both played Wingfoot. We've both played Augusta national and we've both played, at uh in san francisco there's the olympic club yeah. so um that's a pretty cool thing he he did win a major championship on the senior tour at hazeltine and uh i haven't have yet to play that golf course yet but um but i'll tell you what the ones the majors that he won on the pga tour were pretty awesome well yeah two u.s opens and a master's uh, look, look, we've talked about this. If you had to rank them, first thing I'd want to win is the Masters. Yep, green jacket. Back then, though, in 1959, as cool as the Masters was already, it's nowhere near where it is today. And yeah. I have to think that in 1959, winning the U.S. Open, especially in New York, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? I mean, Bobby Jones won yep. the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. 30 and- years before my dad won his. And then you're, yeah, I mean, that that's just really cool. Hey, you know what, when, when, we got to take a short break, but when we come back, let's talk about some of the history there at Wingfoot. Let's also look back at last year at this same week when we were at Pebble Beach for the U.S. Open. Pretty cool stuff. We'll do all that, mm-hmm. plus get into this week's uh, tournament as well. Caddy joins us in about 20 minutes. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com odyssey the number one putter in golf you might remember our supercomputer that number crunching golf junkie that harnessed its ai brilliance to create flash fakes a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver well after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until B. 
Boom! Maverick Irons. A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer, it's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on the Back Nine, hour number two. It's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick driver. You know, Maverick's Flash Face SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence. I was on the tee box this week, and one of the guys I was playing with, he was playing the Epic Flash. He saw my Maverick. He goes, now what is, I heard you talking about that on the radio. What, what is it that makes Maverick so special? So I thought, you know what? I need to go back and look at all this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the supercomputer, artificial intelligence, again, refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created the fastest most forgiving driver possible. So that's super cool. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And, of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. So there you go. That's what sets it apart. Uh, just a fantastic driver. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. And I'll tell you what, Bob, our latest Maverick fan, is uh mm-hmm. is is my season long partner at the club, uh, Doctor Hoops. Uh, the the guy He's liking it, huh? Oh, I I've never seen him hit drives like this. I've been playing golf with him for ten years. Uh huh. I've never seen him hit drives like this. That's awesome. He didn't like me saying that, by the way. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this coming from? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, come on, holy cow! I mean, uh-huh. it's it's pretty impressive stuff. So if you haven't hit the new Maverick driver, uh, I would definitely recommend you do it. Great gift for Father's Day. Yes. Uh, just uh, got to throw that There's out there. another good one. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, everybody. You know, dads, dads, we get older, so we need to find more distance. So if it takes a supercomputer, we'll we'll take whatever. You know, if only a supercomputer could do some sort of, you know, SS face for my, you know, belly here and uh, make it <laughs> optimize it a little bit better for speed. So, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> celebrate the dad bod. Come on. It's Father's Day. Yes, here we go. Do. Yep. All right, U.S. Open would be being played this week at Wingfoot. We talked about some of the history, Bob, uh, coming into the Open of the show. Your dad winning in 1959. You know what a what a uh, a classic, you know, legacy part of the the, the annals of history that mm-hmm. a guy that ends up winning 51 times on the PGA Tour could win a U.S. Open by laying up on a par three. I mean, that's yep. just that's folklore right there. So the the par three third hole is a long hole. I mean, it was it was a hole that was very difficult. The green was pitched from back to front um, pretty severely. Uh, it has a it has an extra kind of a, a two levels on the green, and uh, right or left 
when my dad played it in the practice round the first time he played it, right or left, he didn't feel like, you know, bogey was a surety because of how the, how the green pitched so severely. So he played it a couple times laying up with a five iron and then pitching up the green to give himself at a, par, a, a chance at a par, and, and that's what he did. He and made par all four every time, and he made par every time. Went him by a shot. So how critical was it if he abandoned his game plan, decided to rip one at the green, it finds one of those bunkers, and he, as good as he is around the greens, didn't wasn't sure he could get up and down. Basically, is what he's saying. Right, and and you know if you get above the hole, um, as far as as far as where the where the the flag is relative, you know if the flag's in the front and you get it beyond in a bunker, now you're coming straight downhill. Um, if you're side hill, then you've got that big sweeping, um, shot and then, and then, you know, and then having to play it back to the back of the green. So he just felt that it was a lot easier for him to chip it up the green and, uh, and give himself a chance to make par on the hole and not make a stupid big number. Oh, well, look, that's, that's some core strategy. No, even yep. though he was the best in the world at what he did, he still utilized some course management and some strategy and uh, played it safe, played to his strengths, and, mm-hmm. and, and there you go. He was hoisting the trophy. Yep. So, uh, of course, the first U.S. Open there at Wingfoot, Bobby Jones in 1929. And what? how far did it say he won by so, in so a 36-hole playoff? playoff. It yeah. went to a playoff against Al Espinosa, and Bobby Jones won by 23 shots on in a 36-hole playoff. <laughs> 23 shots. I mean, mercy. <laughs> I mean, shoot. You, you had Fuzzy Zeller. That mercy took, rule. Yeah, well, look, in, all the way in 1984, wasn't it Fuzzy Zeller that when Greg Norman waved the white his white yep. towel or whatever? Yeah. Because what the Fuzzy smoked him in, at the end, too, by like eight yeah. shots or something, right? Fuzzy won by eight shots in a playoff, over 18-hole playoff over Greg Norman, yes. And then, of course, Hale Irwin in 1974. That was the wasn't that the massacre? That was the massacre. He won the event uh, by two strokes, um, and it, and he won shooting seven over par. Seven seven over par. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then Jeff Ogilvy in 2006, he won by one shot over Jim Furyk, Phil Mickelson, and Colin Montgomery, and he shot five over par. Wow. So when when the caddy talks about U.S. Open courses, this is the kind of U.S. Open course he talks about. He talks about fairways, lots of rough, and greens that have some tilt to them that are super fast. That's a U.S. Open golf course. Tree-lined. We we know and love, and tree-lined, correct. Yeah, I mean, the caddy is famous for saying you don't have to do anything and you could host a U.S. Open at winged foot. Yep. That's correct. It's just the the nature of it. And and look, that they were getting it ready for the US Amateur the first time we played it. Ryan mm-hmm. Moore ended up winning that US Amateur in 2004, I believe. Four. Correct. Um but they were getting so they were growing that rough up. I have no idea on a daily basis in a non, you know, major championship you know, or USGA championship year how deep that rough is, but I take it from the caddy that's pretty standard procedure, kind of like what Oakmont is. They members will brag that the club championship plays harder than the U.S. Open does at Oakmont, right? <laughs> yep. So there's just yep. it's just one of those golf courses that is really hard. Now I got drawn out, and I had a chance to play it the day after uh, in the, in the media lottery, and and that was super cool. I played it's the only time I played around with Doug Ferguson. Enjoyed that, and uh, I think I I think I shot in the in the high 80s or something like that. And, and Mike Weir, I remember he, I was telling him, <laughs> and he he just said flat out BS. 
And I said, well, I said, well, look, Mike, I hit, I think I hit fairways on the first nine holes or something like that. And he goes, okay, well, I guess if you hit fairways, because once you get off those fairways, the rough was so penal that, that week yep. that it, first of all, you got to find your ball. Second, you got to try to get it anywhere uh, forward. It was just, it was tough. It was, and, and then those greens were so firm, which, you know, most of the cases is on the Monday after they put some pretty decent water on those greens. They're not quite the same. Mm-hmm challenge that the players faced uh, Thursday through Sunday. So anyway, uh, nonetheless, pr- pretty, pretty say, cool experience. And, and let's not forget Phil Mickelson lost that, that one by a shot making double bogey on the final hole. And Phil Mickelson was lucky to be where he was because I think he only hit one fairway in the final round. What? Yep. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. He hit a lot of, he hit a lot of first cuts, but he never, but he, but he only hit one fairway, actual fairway in the, in the final round. Neat story. Bob, uh, Bob and I hung out in the the locker room as that thing was coming down the stretch. Cause we didn't mm-hmm. want to miss the action, but we didn't want to be all the way. The media center was sort of removed if I remember right. And so we sat in the locker room watching it on TV with Jeff Ogilvy and all yes. the TV cameras that kept showing Ogilvy watching it, you know, unfold as well. So here we are like feet from, from Ogilvy and we're watching this thing play out. And we're going, are you kidding me? And we're watching. We, we just didn't want to miss it, right? And yep. uh, we ultimately were there when it was all said and done. And they congratulated all of his, you know, his team was all around him. And they were there was hugs and, and, and everything. And then, and then he went on out to accept the trophy. So that, that was a unique, that was really unique. Uh, the other thing that happened that week for me was I changed my tune on Colin Montgomery. All I had known Colin Montgomery was as Monty, the Ryder Cup, you know, American Ryder Cup killer. I mean, he just would absolutely trounce the American team. And so I just didn't care for him. Seemed kind of snooty. Had the, you know, just. And after that week, sitting in those press conferences with Monty, I cracked up that he was so funny and i i became a colin montgomery fan you know from that day forward i i i just thought he was super impressive the other thing that stands out to me that week you (laughs) thank you the other thing that stands out to me from that week was steve stricker remember steve stricker yep Steve Stricker that week had a bit of a comeback and re re, little resurgence in his career that completely changed the trajectory um, of his career. So those are the things as I look back on it that really stand out to me from that week at at, uh, 2006 U S open at Wingfoot. pretty, pretty interesting stuff and a tremendous venue. And we look forward to the U S open being uh, contested there coming up in September. All right, we'll take a short break. When we come back, America's favorite caddy stops by you love him. You don't want to miss him. He's next right here on real golf radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. To find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks so much for joining us on what would be a U.S. Open week weekend at Winged Foot, of all places, Bob. And, of course, uh, it's yep. also Father's Day weekend, and what a special Father's Day weekend to have been at winged foot especially for you having your dad won there in 1959 at the u.s open at winged foot pretty special stuff happy father's day to you and yours and uh certainly those who have gone on as well it's great that your dad lives on not only in our memories bob but in golf's history books which is pretty pretty cool stuff so uh we will talk more about that uh we got to look at this week as well with harbor town and it's time for our good friend america's favorite caddy there are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. 
Oh, uh, yeah, that caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio. And, in fact, we had an opportunity to play said winged foot golf course, golf club, if you will, with the caddy himself. Caddy, what's up, man? Just uh, weird, weird that we – where'd the U.S. Open go? <laughs> to September. June. Ah, it's been delayed. Postponed indeed. Better than canceled. Yes. Yes, it is. That is that is one special place. You know, I, I like to remember it for the incredible showers in that iconic clubhouse. But you remember mm. it for other reasons, of course, which is great golf. You know, I'll, I'll never forget that time. We had a chance to go play. It was the very first time. And uh, we get to the – is it the second hole that's the par three? Third. Third hole. Ah. Third hole. And, of course, we're all excited to tell these caddies with us that, uh, you know, Bob's dad's Billy Casper. And now, oh, yeah, we tell that story all the time. And Bob, laying up on the par three, and Bob just hits a hybrid right in the middle of it, makes birdie. No big deal. Yeah, you know, sometimes the son just has to outdo the father. Although the situation was a little different. Slightly. Yeah. But, no, you make it two there. Uh, wow. What a great par three. Great hole. The whole course. I mean, come on. So they flip things around a little bit. Number five, which was a par five, previously is now a par four. Number eight is played as a par four, and nine is going to be played as a par five. Really? And, um, yeah, the course has been uh, facelifted, let's say. So, so is that only for the U.S. Yet. Open, or is that for what they've done with the golf course? Oh, I'm not even sure. I'd, I'd, I'd say five is going to be a five for the members, and nine will probably be a five for the members and probably end up playing it as a par 72 huh. um, for the membership. But, yeah. Yep. So a little bit of tweaking to it. A little bit of change. Tweaking it. Yeah. Yeah, what tweaking a great it. place. Pretty, pretty special. Greens a lot of history there. Yeah, the greens have all been rebuilt. Um so it's it's different. It's not the same old Wingfoot, but it's uh it it's still it's still Wingfoot. Before we go down the road uh too far down on, on Wingfoot, and we have been talking a little bit about that on the show, but I want to talk with you about Harbortown this week because I think this is one of those unique kind of kind of golf courses. We we usually don't see a lot of the players that are playing this week playing this golf course because typically it falls the week after the Masters. So talk us through this golf course. And when you got guys like Bryson DeChambeau, who's saying things like he can't unleash the Kraken, for whatever that happens to mean, um, mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, you get a lot of big hitters that sometimes would traditionally skip this one because it does take driver out of their hands. Dustin Johnson playing this week and others. What, what's your, tell us about this golf course. How do, you, how do these players have to approach it? I saw an interview with Dustin Johnson and he said, well, most of the courses we play on tour, take the driver out of your hands, which lets you know how long Dustin Johnson hits it because that's not really the case except for a few select individuals. But Harbor town is a phenomenal golf course. It's one of my favorites on tour. It's you have to hit tee shots, the right distance and direction uh, on Many of the holes, number one, number two, uh, number five, number nine, 
it just goes on and on. 12, you, you, you've got to hit it not only the right distance direction, but the right distance on that line or a different distance on that line. So it's really cool. It's very tightly tree lined with overhanging limbs that get in the way of iron shots coming into the in, green here and there. In the greens. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see a whole lot of that. And, uh, what a nice, it's, it's a really special place to be right after the masters because you kind of go from the stress and strain of the masters to just a kind of a vacation place. And it always seems laid back and relaxed and it's just fun. I, I, I can't say enough about what I think of Harbor Town. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's a beautiful golf course. Like you said, it's got a lot of uh, interesting, interesting shots into greens, um, where you have to get the ball in the right position off the tee, definitely. Um, but it's a golf course that, that guys can play well on. Um, it's not a huge long golf course. Um, only distance comes into play on, on a few select holes, some of the par fives. But it's, it's really a fun golf course strategically for um, – it allows all, all types of players to win there. And you can have – you can actually say it, it's not – a mistake to say it's a good course for a long hitter because as Davis love has proven, he's won there like I think 32 times in 21 starts or something like that. <laughs> he's won five. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five times. And yeah, a handful. So well, look, Davis, Davis grew up on, on St. Simon's Island, which is practically in the neighborhood. It's the same DNA as, as Harbor town. So very comfortable course for him. And so, but a lot of, he probably hit more one irons off the tee there than anybody has and, and to place the tee shots. And so it's, it's a good course for a long hitter who plays smart off the tee and places the ball because he can be extremely accurate. And that's what Davis did. So it's really, it's really cool. It's um, a very tiny, very small greens. Usually you'll yes. see the lowest number of putts per round or putts per tournament. It's not unusual that it's at Harbor town where somebody had some crazy you know, eight, 90 putts for the tournament or something like that. The record is there's something around there. I think it was something crazy like a hundred putts or something. I, I remember the record being something like that and it, it'll happen at Harbor town. That's where you have the fewest putts per round because greens are small. And a lot of chip intervals. There's a lot of, shortcut chipping areas around the green so it's just it's fun did you say chip inables is that like right yes, along with uncrustables it is chip inables yeah <laughs> if you if you if you if you have a chip inable and you make it then you get an uncrustable if your caddy has prepared properly for the round. <laughs> i thought, thought a chip Would it inable be a might be or a grape uncrustable <laughs> i i think well it, it i i don't know i swear Boy, they hide the strawberry one. ones the only time yeah. I ever, the only Uncrustables I ever see are grape. I mean, I don't, not that well, I don't. What's that tell you? Well, I don't. What's that tell you? You know, the strawberry's way better. Yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> I thought maybe the, uh, the chippable might be something like uh, a Chips Ahoy cookie that was already dunked in milk, just ready for you to eat. You know, that would be pretty, pretty good. Well, they have a tremendous barbecue sandwich there, too. That's mm. uh, one of the great touches of, of Harbor Town. And, of course, you have great seafood. Seafood is awesome there. Oh, I'm going to check flights. Low country boil. Yep. Oh, no spectators. Well, there are, this is the first spectator tournament though, isn't it? In a way, nope. because you just line the golf course with homes. 
Everybody comes out on the deck, has the barbecue, yelling at the players as they go by. So it really is the first gallery tournament, even though it's not. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, uh, so I have so many different directions I want to go here. But I, I want to ask you more about Davis. Um, you know, the guy's won five times, as, as you brought up. He's played 31 times. He's made 22 of 31 cuts. I think all those are records for the event. Uh, he's he's just one of those just really steady, really good players. Uh, of course, winning at the Players' Championship, TPC. Uh, when, won the, uh, going back to the Wingfoot discussion, he won the 90, was it 7 uh, PGA Championship there? So, I mean, he, those are some pretty classic, iconic type of golf courses that Davis has uh, played well, if not dominated on. Pretty nice resume right there. Got a, yeah, Davis is, uh, Davis has had quite a career. And he's, he's one of those guys that a lot of, just, um, I think there's a lot of respect there. And um, we played with Davis at the Ryder Cup at Oakland Hills. And I'm trying to remember, there was a par five on the back nine and, was one we couldn't really reach ourselves, and I think we were hitting playing that uh, the uh, the alternate shots, and um, I think we had a five iron in there for our second shot. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, nice so, to have Davis as your partner, well, correct? Yeah, Davis was at Carolina uh, at the same time I was at University of Maryland playing college golf, and every week there was a Davis love story. Davis did this Davis hit it there Davis drove it there and when he came out on tour he was he was silly long if you guys remember he was the guy who was hitting a one iron past everybody's driver and yeah so Davis is uh he quit after his junior year and I remember he went to Q school and shot something like 65 the first round and I'm like yeah he's pretty good (laughs) he's got game (laughs) Yep. Just like that, he was on to the pro ranks, yeah. Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So what's your take so far? What did you learn last week, if anything, from um, you know the players, what we saw, a uh, huge win from Daniel Berger, uh, the golf course, the, the fans, the fanless event. What, what was your overall takeaway from week one back from this uh, almost three-month delay? I thought it was great, and I was surprised at how well – I enjoyed it without hearing the crowd noise, although it was weird to to watch more cow and miss that putt, and it was just silent. Yeah. You, you needed, you're, you're kind of thinking, no it's, 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 it's over, but that was weird. But really, besides that, it, it, it was pretty good, even without the crowd noise. I was surprised. Um, and it was a fun tournament to watch, though. A lot of action going on guys making putts, guys missing little putts. You look at Xander yeah. Shoffley. That was like, yeah. On Xander was like, yeah, that was tough. Talk about it. A, a putting yo-yo making the bomb for bogey on 15. That was huge. Then making another bomb on 16 and then missing the short putt on 17. That was about a 390, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a 360. As oh, Jeff yeah. Blumen once said, after, after 360, a putt that came back at, Right, Adam Sluman looked up and goes, "Oh, I left it short." <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever heard during a round of pro golf. That was during a tournament. He said that. Oh, so, I left, oh, it, I left short. it short. 
Yeah, oh. it like it was nothing. And I don't think Xander said that ex- those exact words when he saw that one rim out. But yeah, it was good stuff. Berger made a great putt on eighteen and uh, yep. got him into the playoff. And smart of him to get up there and knock that in and and put the pressure on uh, Morikawa to have to make that putt too. That was that was well done. So you go to the first tee at Colonial like Berger did to warm up. They they threw some balls down on the first tee, warm up for the possible playoff. So of course you pull out an iron first because you got to make a few swings. But do you, do you pick it? Do you not take a divot because you're hitting off the, the tee? You know, I mean, how do you how do you look at that, Bob? Can you can you take the divot there, or do you just kind of pick them pick them a little bit? I, I just, when you're yeah, up? that's kind of kind of interesting question. But I think you just go ahead and hit it. And the reason they did that, Caddy, is is that we know you have to take a cart all the way out to the practice range, which is out by in in yeah. out by the horrible horseshoe to be able to uh, to hit range balls. So that's why they, they drop balls there on the first tee for him. The horseshoe. Is the fifth hole not one of the most uncomfortable tee shots you've ever looked at? It just it doesn't fit the eye. Such a difficult tee shot. Well, blows me ways those guys one. were hitting irons off the tee. Yeah, I can see that, though. I mean, it, it's not a bad play. It's not a bad. If you can play that hole one over for the week, it's not like you're going to be too upset about it. No, you're not. That's true. Well, As Doug no, Ferguson said, uh, Xander Schauffele, when he thinks about the horrible ho- horseshoe, he's not going to be thinking about those holes. No, he's not. Mm. That's a good line, <laughs> yeah. Doug. Yep, yep. I think yeah. Doug nailed that one. So, yeah. Yes, he but did. Colin Morikawa. How good is he going to be? He doesn't know how hard golf is yet. No. <laughs> it's clear. He's he never missed a cut so far in his yet. PGA career. No, he doesn't get it yet. He's. It's like, remember Curtis said it. I was going to say, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Are you giving him the Curtis line? I'm giving him the Curtis line. You'll learn. You'll, you'll, you'll learn. learn. <laughs> yeah, Curtis learned how good Tiger was. That's what That's what was learned after that. Con- yeah, after uh, Tiger lays yeah. down 82 I never let Curtis forget. I never let Curtis forget that. Every time I'd walk by him on the range, I'd shake my head and go, you'll learn. <laughs> oh, that was tremendous. <laughs> I, I wore that out. I won't tell you what he said to me in 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 return, but it's not printable. I'm but, I'm sh- I'm sure we could fathom exactly what he said. Classic so. Curtis, yeah. Oh, good classic stuff. Hi, right, fun to chat yeah. with you, Caddy. We are uh, unfortunately out of time, but uh, really, really fun stuff. Great to talk golf with you as usual. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, there Thank you go. You. <laughs> Did you? Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> put his announcer voice on for the uh, sign off there that was impressive yep. all right cat was the caddy he joins us weekly right here on real golf radio we'll take a short break wrap up the show next right here thanks for joining us brian and bob with you real golf radio born from 10 years of research and innovation the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back introducing the all-new matori x from fujikura Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we've spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Okay, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. That was America's favorite caddy who joined us right there. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway and the new Maverick Driver, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Another great gift for Dad on this Father's Day weekend Without question, and I'll tell you what, it's a bit of a weather-plagued uh, event out there at Harbortown this week, and uh, some big names, again, uh, around the top of the leaderboard. I think this is great. Look, we, you know what, the one thing about uh, having guys sit out for three months is everybody's anxious to come back and play, so stacked fields leads to uh, quality leaderboards, and that's where things sit at the halfway point, uh, well, near the halfway completion of the halfway point, mm-hmm. just a few holes to play for a few folks, but um, Webb Simpson uh, at the top, 1,200 par. Yeah, he continues to have a great year. Webb Simpson, uh, uh, he won earlier this year in, in Phoenix. Um, he's 12 under par. Bryson DeChambeau, 
and uh, Corey Connors are at 11 under par. Ryan Palmer gets in there at, at 10 under par. Then you have Abraham Anser, Johnny Vegas, uh, Matthew Neesmith, um, Brooks Kepka, Ian Poulter, and Matthew Fitzpatrick at 9 under par. And then other notables are, uh, of course, Kepka at 9, Dustin Johnson at 8, along with Tony Finau. Tony Finau has a putt on the final hole um, from about 10, 12 feet to get to 9 under par. Jordan Spieth um, comes back. He's at six under par. And then you've got Woodland at five, McElroy at five, um, Justin Thomas, Troy Merritt at five. Uh, Ricky Fowler, unfortunately, missed the cut. Xander Shoffley has to make a birdie coming in to make the cut. And Patrick Reed missed the cut. Yeah, it's an interesting leaderboard. And you blew right through Ernie Els, who is tied for 11th after an opening 67. Yeah. He's four under with a few holes left in his second round. So if he gets in with any kind of number, I mean, that, that guy's top 10 or better. He's not a spring chicken, Bob. You're turning 60 nope. this year, and Ernie Els yep. isn't that far behind. No, and Bernard Longer, also five under par and uh, and with uh, with three holes to play. I swear, if Bernhard win, I swear if Bernhard wins this week, I will never watch the PGA Tour again. Well, he's won it once. <laughs> And he backed it up off the year he first won the Masters. That's the so last he time. The Masters. That was the last time. Wow. Correct. Interesting. Yep. I, I know you guys listened to long enough. I, look, I don't. I'm not hating on Bernhard. All right. I just. <laughs> it just doesn't. He his his style of play doesn't do it for me. He's wildly successful. I, my hats off to him. I have high respect for him. I understand he's a high character, great guy, but mm-hmm. I just. I don't enjoy watching him play golf. I, I don't. I mean, you know, sue me. I just don't. I don't. I don't like it. It's boring to me. So, but again, hats off. The guy has been dominating for a long time, and uh, no, no surprise on a golf course where you've got to hit it straight. Uh, there's and it's not particularly long. Bernard Longer could play with anybody. Uh, you know, the only thing that probably keeps him from winning the Masters again or any other regular tour event is the length. And that's true. Um, you know, he's a guy that does extremely well on the. PGA Tour champions, but as far as PGA Tour, you know, he can compete well. We've seen him compete well at Augusta every year, uh, being a past champion there and uh, loving that, loving being able to come back all the time. But, you know, he's a competitor, man. He loves playing the game of golf and competing. Mm, well, it makes you wonder, right? I mean, obviously, guys... <laughs> that are great champions are wired a particular way. And so even though he's made more money than he'll ever be able to spend and he's been wildly successful, his place in golf history is certainly set. He just keeps going. And apparently the drive is alive and it continues to motivate him. And, I, you know, guys are, guys are that way. And golf is one of those sports, Bob, that you can go as long as you want. I mean, we talked about Davis yep. Love earlier. Yep, you know we, and we he's playing this week too. We enjoyed watching Michael Jordan the series on on him and Last Dance when we were all shut down for COVID. That, there's a situ that's a sport that you just at some point you physically can't play any longer, and and golf is for most people are you know able to play it for well and you know until mm-hmm. until they can't walk anymore. So uh, and even then uh, players are able to play. So it, it's a it's a great game in that regard. So, all right. Well, that's that's that leaderboard uh, from this week at the RBC Heritage. Uh, you you mentioned Webb Simpson. He outdueled Tony Finau uh, yep. in Phoenix, so he's already got that W. He's playing some great golf. Bryson continues to show that bulking up, adding ball speed, regardless of a short course or not. I mean, Colonial 
and on Harbor Town aren't exactly mm-hmm. the places to showcase your newfound distance. And here he is in contention so for six of the six rounds so far. Yeah, and he went so far as to say that um, playing here at Harbor Town is like a restrictor plate race in NASCAR. Um, <laughs> he's he's being held back, in other words. But you know he's playing some great golf. He's eleven under par and only one shot back. A restrictor plate, huh? Uh huh. That's what he said. Yeah, of course he said that. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, well, coming up next week, Bob, we've got the Travelers Championship. Tour is going to head over to Cromwell, Connecticut, where mm-hmm. uh, they'll play TPC River Highlands. Ches Reevy is the defending champ. So uh, we were talking to the caddy earlier, and he was grinding on some yardage books, trying to get some work done. I think he enjoyed being back to work a little bit as well, mm-hmm. as he hasn't had a whole lot to do except for uh, send us entertaining texts and such. But, uh, yeah, good to see him back out there. Uh, I, I Obviously, we, we didn't hear any news from Tiger Woods. He's uh, not playing. On playing, so... Uh, that that's done, but I don't think anyone expected to, to see him in Cromwell, Connecticut. Correct. But we do expect him to see to see him at the memorial, which we're just a couple of weeks away, huh? Yeah, memorial and the week before, which is also being played at memorial. So um, at Muirfield Village. Yeah, at Muirfield Village. It's sorry. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays two weeks in a row. You think he's going to play both of them? I think he may. Mm. Yep. Interesting. The workday charity open. At uh-huh. Muirfield Village Golf Club, which is replacing the date previously held John by the Deere. John Deere Classic. Yep. So, so. all right, we mentioned also uh, the, the fact that everybody had come through and tested positive and safely for COVID, finally had a positive test. Uh, yes. We, did I say tested we, positive? Tested yeah, negative <laughs> and safely. Sorry, I was thinking about um, the positive, one positive test that finally yeah. showed up. Yeah, and that was uh, Nick Watney. Uh, former PGA Tour winner. Um, he did not play last week. He came out and played this week. Said that uh, he got to the golf, or he got, he got called on Friday and said he wasn't feeling well, had symptoms consistent with COVID, and uh, consulted with a fish, physician. They administered the test and found him to be positive. So now um, the PGA Tour is supporting him through this whole thing. He has a recover period. Of course, according to CDC guidelines, um, he'll have to quarantine uh, for 10 to 14 days. And then the only way he can get back out on tour to play again is to um, get a clean bill of health from his physician. So uh, Nick Watney is the first one. The other thing the PGA Tour is doing is tracking where he's been, who he's had contact with, and um, and having those guys um, – I guess, uh, get, be responsible and, and uh, test and all that kind of thing. Rory McIlroy, according to Brian Wacker, uh, Brian Wacker1 at uh, Brian Wacker1 on Twitter, that Rory McIlroy confirming that uh, Watney was at the golf course Friday morning. They spoke yes. on the green from a distance. Rory saying, uh, but yeah, look, uh, it sucks for him, especially, you know, if you contract it, that's fine. But then it's the fact that, you know, who have you come in contact with? Who have you might exposed and stuff? We're still in the middle of a pandemic until this thing's over. We all just have to stay vigilant and keep our distance, wear our masks if we're going out in public and keep washing our hands. So, you know, uh, I found myself in that situation. You know, I went into the office for about 20 minutes to switch out a laptop 
And come mm-hmm. to find out, a guy that I'd had a conversation with sort of across the office tested positive for coronavirus. And I went in, I was worried about it just from the standpoint of, you know, what, what does that mean to my family and those that I've been around? And so I went in and got the test just to be sure, and it was negative. Of course, Rory and everybody else will get the same. Everybody there will be tested, you know, as per the protocol on a Saturday to determine whether or not they're healthy enough to jump on the charter to the next flight, right? So right. Uh, that that's all part of standard procedures, everybody trying to do their best. And here's hoping that uh, Watney he's able to have a full recovery that his uh, symptoms are minimal and that uh, it doesn't spread throughout the rest of the players out there on the PGA tour. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on real golf radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS 640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. It's time to tee it up at Uinta Golf's Father's Day sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus traded towards any tailor-made inline golf clubs. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag. And introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. Uinta Golf Father's Day sale going on now. Uinta Golf. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. 
Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, Dave Glauser, our producer. Thanks so much for the good work. Happy Father's Day, Bob. Happy Father's Day, Dave. Happy thank Father's you. Day to my dad, Derlin. Uh, happy too, Father's Brian. Day to, well, thank you very much. Happy Father's Day to uh, the late, great Billy Casper as well. And uh, we wish all of you uh, a happy Father's Day out there. Thanks for taking us along this weekend. We appreciate it. Thanks to Scott White, who joined us. Ben Hogan Golf, America's favorite caddy, stopped by as well. We had a good time today. I thought it was a fun show. We we recapped the Charles Schwab last week, Daniel Berger, yep. calling it his greatest day of his life, defeating Mor- Colin Morikawa, picking up his he third win. He does have a funky swing, doesn't he? He gets that thing laid off. <laughs> laid laid off is exactly right. Somehow he squares <laughs> it back up. Yep. Um, we also talked about what this weekend that would have been, the U.S. Open at Wingfoot and last year's uh, look at Pebble Beach at the U.S. Open and, uh, of course, this week at Harbortown. So I thought it was a fun show, plus some suggestions for Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, lots of suggestions for Father's Day. Get your father a great golf gift. The It'll gift of awesome. golf. You can yep. buy a game these days. I still yep. think of all the ones we talked about, an experience with the Toulon Garage to custom design his own putter. That'd be sweet. That it would be sweet. <laughs> That's on the money right there. It's a last-minute gift. You don't even have to go get it. All right, that'll do it for us. Everybody have a great weekend. Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. For Bob, and Brian. Happy Father's Day. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 